0: Adventure time? Come on, grab your friends, we go to very distant lands. We'll take the dog and then we can win the phone. We'll never end adventure time What time is it? Adventure time time. I'm your host, Tara, and welcome to Adventure Time Time, an Adventure Time podcast where we talk about Adventure Time episode by episode. This week, we will be talking about the episode Prisoners of Love. Prisoners of Love is the third episode of the series, and it is the episode that introduces the fan-favorite main character, Ice King. When I was writing the script for this episode, I found it hard to write a synopsis for it because it was so dialogue-heavy. Even given the fact that Adventure Time episodes are only about 11 minutes long, there's generally a lot going on in them, and they often feel longer just by virtue of being so packed with action. I had to sit down three times to write the outline for this episode. I hope that it turns out to be worth it. The episode starts out with Finn and Jake hanging out in the Ice Kingdom, sledding on an office chair. When the two break it, Jake insists that it's not a problem and that Finn can just sled on his gut. The two switch back and forth and eventually crash into an embankment where the Ice King is burying a shoebox containing a frog. Ice King is angry with Finn and Jake for trespassing in the Ice Kingdom. Finn says that they're just trying to beat the heat because there's a sleepy lava man outside their house and he's so hot. Finn pauses for a minute and says that he doesn't mean sexy hot. and Jake elbows him and says he does mean sexy hot. Ice King is neither impressed nor cares about the reason that Finn and Jake are there. He just doesn't want them to be. He animates some snow golems, which is the first time in the series that it's shown that he can do this, to attack them. Vin and Jake make short work of them, and cause Ice King to become more angry. He freezes them, puts them in a wheelbarrow, and takes them back into his castle. This is the first time that we see the ice castle in the series, and it looks a little bit different here than it will later on. It's a hole in the side of an ice mountain, which it will also be later but there's a path going up to the cave where there won't be one in later episodes. The castle does not yet resemble a face, as it will when we see it in later episodes, such as What is Life? When Ice King gets back to the castle, he informs the group of princesses whom he has imprisoned there that he brought them a baby and a puppy. He dumps Finn and Jake into the cell, causing the ice around them to shatter and unfreezing them. It turns out he has kidnapped Emerald Princess, Wildberry Princess, Ghost Princess, Slime Princess, Hot Dog Princess, Raggedy Princess and a lumpy space princess. Finn is angry that Ice King is keeping the princesses a prisoner and asks him why he's doing it. Ice King tells him that he doesn't understand. He just collects princesses because he wants to marry one. Jake asks why he's captured six if he wants to marry just one. Ice King says to him, I'm collecting them all first to make sure I make the right choice. You're both too young to understand, but a marriage is a serious thing and it lasts forever. You just can't rush into it, you know? I wish Ice King had been around 20 years ago to tell me that. Finn tells Ice King that the princesses don't want to be there, and Ice King retorts by saying that of course they wanted to be there because he would have killed them if they didn't. He asks them for confirmation while flashing an ice lightning bolt, and they all reluctantly agree with him. Finn pledges to protect every one of them, and to furthermore ensure that they each married whoever they wanted to. In an effort to fight back, Finn begins rummaging around his backpack, finding no suitable weapons. He comes across his flute, and this is also the first time that we see that he has an aptitude for playing it, and hurls the flute at Ice King. It falls apart in midair, and doesn't make it all the way to the Ice King. Ice King doesn't even flinch. Jake reminds Finn that they broke the flute trying to pick the lock on a sad ogre's heart. Jake decides to try to break them out by shapeshifting his hand into a key. We get the first appearance of Keyhand in the series. Ice King instantly freezes Jake solid up to the neck, rendering his attempt useless. Finn checks in on the princesses to see how they're doing. Slime Princess tells him that they've been being held for weeks, and that Ice King has been asking about their favorite sports and quirky behaviors, and that they've been trying to tell him as little as possible. Finn asks Lumpy Space Princess how she's doing, and she says that she's bored and she's not having any fun. Ice King seems surprised that they're not having fun, and reminds them that he just read a story to them last night. Lumpy Space Princess informs him that that wasn't fun, that it was lame. Ice King decides to play music with the princesses, making Wildberry Princess play a keyboard. When she insists that she doesn't know how, he screams at her to do it, or he'll squish her into juice. She plays the pattern that he's demonstrated for her. He gets a bunch of other instruments for everyone else to play, and himself plays the drums, playing rapidly and frantically, eventually kicking them all over as he finishes. Out of breath, Ice King talks about how much fun that was. Finn, thoughtful, says that it was fun, and that Ice King should go get more fun stuff for them all to do together. While Ice King is out of the room, he tells the princesses his plan to pretend that they're all having so much fun, so they can lure Ice King in to open the cell door and join them. When Ice King comes back into the room carrying a fun tray with a bunch of little knickknacks and toys on it, the group are all dancing frantically, talking about how much fun they're having. Ice King posits that they've been having fun because he left the room, but Finn corrects him, saying that they're having fun because of him. Ice King becomes excited and opens the cell door coming in. When he does, Finn kicks him in the face, enabling everyone to escape. Ice King is dejected and angry at Finn, insisting that everyone was finally starting to warm up to him. Finn says that this was not the case, and that he doesn't know how to help him because he's just a simple dude. He tells him that Jake can help him because he has way more life experience. Jake, who is being chip-free from being frozen by the princesses, tells Finn not to dump Ice King's problems on him. Ice King becomes enraged, telling Finn that he just ruined his chance with five or six potential wives, and makes an attempt to zap him. Finn punches Ice King, causing him to bash his head on the bars of the cell and fall unconscious. In Ice King's unconscious state, we see him nude, his beard covering, his private parts, flying through space. He asks himself, why do people not like me? Is it because I'm a magic user? Or is my beard too shaggy? I try so hard to be a good husband for wives. What's wrong with me? The Cosmic Owl, making his first appearance, and this time voiced by Jeremy Shada instead of his regular voice actor, M. Emmett Walsh, tells him in a thick southern drawl that he's a sociopath. Ice King wiggles his finger at Cosmic Owl and tells him that he's a big nerd before he flies off into space. As he's flying away for a few brief frames, we can see a penguin tattooed on Ice King's butt. When Ice King comes to, he's being tickled by penguins, and all of his prisoners are gone. The scene cuts to Jake, who has grown large enough for Finn and all the princesses to sit on his back, walking high above the Ice Kingdom in a callback to the opening sequence of the show. Slime Princess thanks Finn for saving them all, and Finn picks her up as he bids them welcome. She reminds Finn that he would ensure that they would all marry whoever they wanted, and that she wanted to marry him. Finn freezes up and asks Jake for her help, turning her down. Jake tells her that she doesn't want to marry him because he pees his pants constantly all the time. All the princesses were grossed out. Slime Princess freaks out, frantically telling Finn to put her down. Finn growls at Jake. Jake laughs, and the episode closes. This episode is a funny-fitting introduction to The Ice King. It's hard to write a synopsis for an episode like this because it's so dialogue-heavy, like I said earlier, but I can absolutely recommend this episode. It's rare for an episode of Adventure Time that takes place outside of the treehouse in that it only features one or two distinct sets the snow outside the Ice Kingdom where Finn and Jake are sledding, and the cell inside the Ice Kingdom's castle. It works out, though. The point of the entire episode is to introduce the Ice King and to give him characterization. It also serves the secondary purpose of setting up Finn as the hero archetype and defines the dynamic between Finn and Jake. It does this all very well and very comedically. We get introduced to a lot of the princesses in the show, most of them majorly recurring characters. Aside from Emerald Princess, every princess introduced in this episode will have at least one episode where they serve as a main or secondary character to Finn and Jake. Emerald Princess appears in a few episodes, but to my knowledge, doesn't have any solo speaking roles aside from episodes like In Loyalty to the King, another Ice King episode, where she's speaking as part of a crowd. The same criticisms that can be made of a lot of early episodes can be made here. The animation isn't quite up to the standard that it will be, and sometimes the character models just don't look quite right. There's also something that Tom Kenny does with his voice in the first few Ice King episodes that sounds a bit off. He's speaking in a higher pitch, and it seems a little bit more over-the-top to what we'll see the character become later in the series. He comes off sounding a bit shrill. Granted, at this point, Ice King isn't the sympathetic character that we know he will later become, but I don't know if it was Kenny's acting decision or the direction of the show at this time, but I don't really care for the way that he sounds in these early episodes. Behind the Scenes, Trivia, and Episode Connections This episode marks the first appearance of Maria Bamford as Slime Princess. She will continue voicing Slime Princess for the remainder of the show, giving some standout performances later in the series. Bamford will also voice other secondary and background characters throughout the series. The episode was originally titled Meet the Ice King, a fitting title considering this was the entire purpose of the episode. This was the second episode of the series produced and the episode that allowed the show to be greenlit by Cartoon Network. As I said in an earlier episode, the plot of the episode closely follows the plot of the pilot, which aired on Nickelodeon. There are several changes from the pilot, however. In it, Princess Bubblegum is the only princess who is kidnapped, and Penn, as he is named in the pilot after Pendleton Ward himself. Ward has always maintained that Finn was supposed to be him. Penn and Jake ride Lady Rainicorn, who doesn't speak Korean at this point, and instead coos like a dove to save Princess Bubblegum. It's also worth pointing out that none of the main cast reprised their roles in the series proper, aside from John DiMaggio, who voiced Jake in both the pilot and in the regular series. It's also worth pointing out that Penn is voiced by Zack Shada in the pilot. Zack is the older brother of Jeremy Shada, who voices Finn in the series. Snail spotting. The snail makes an appearance during Finn's speech after he says that he's going to make sure that the princesses are married to whoever they want to be married to in a close up of Slime Princess to her right and underneath Hot Dog Princess. Unlike Trouble in Lumpy Space, I did not have any significance finding the snail in this episode. I saw it easily and in my first viewing. It was big and it was almost in the center of the frame. In conclusion, Loyalty to the King is a good episode. It stands out well as a good introduction to Ice King. In spite of the few set pieces that we see in the episode, it makes good use of the sets that it's given and comes off quite entertaining. Well, that's our show. Thank you for listening. If you liked it, you can find us on social media at facebook.com slash addtimetime. That is Time. And at twitter.com slash addtimetime. You can email the show at AdventureTimeTime at Hotmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash AdventureTimeTime. You can listen to the podcast on Anchor.fm slash AdventureTimeTime or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.